Good afternoon, UCC and everyone in Cork. How is everyone doing? It's your favorite show, uh, My Life in a Suitcase with Manisha, and you're listening to Radio UCC 98.3 FM, and now you're listening to my voice, so it means it's four o'clock already. So, and we are beginning the show today. We have a very, very amazing guest with us. Um, her name is Tanya, and... Um, Tanya is a very, very amazing person. Tanya, uh, her full name is, I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly, Tanya. <laughs> her um, full name is Tanya, um, Tanya Pontoja Farzuli, for right? Okay. So Tanya is a multidisciplinary artist that deeply believes that art and cultural expression bring up the best in us. She speaks fluent English, Turkish, and her mother tongue is Spanish. Well, this is another Spanish guest on our show, and I'm and I'm feeling really, really amazing about that. Well, about Spanish, I just know hola, so but you know I'm really feeling Spanish today because we had another guest last week also Spanish, so that's amazing. Um, uh, Tanya is registered in the Teaching Council in Ireland. She holds a bachelor's degree in graphic design. She has a master's in linguistics, Cambridge CELTA certificate. Um, dance education and National School of Arts and in the School of Ballet Folklorico de Mexico of Amalia Hernandez. She practiced and enjoyed a variety of styles such as ballet, jazz, flamingo, including Latin dances. Wow, even these names look sound lovely. Um, and she had different opportunities to perform professionally in many theaters in Mexico, Turkey, and USA with dance professional companies. Um, so you will hear a lot more from Tania herself. So Tania, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for inviting me to this wonderful space. I'm very honored to be here with you. Oh, we are the honor is all ours. We are very, very excited to have you on the show today. So um, before we move on, I just want to say a few sentences about uh, my life in a suitcase. Uh, I'm sure you already know and our listeners know it as well. So uh, guys, our show, My Life in a Suitcase, is, is um, all about... Uh, migrant, immigrant, and refugee women, women who are not Irish but have become part of Ireland, that have, um, we are Irish by heart and we are Irish by by nature, I guess, and we all love Ireland, we are the colorful part of Ireland, and uh, in this show we just try to showcase these lovely women and their achievements in Ireland, and we also um, try to bring all those super women who have helped them and support them to come to Ireland, or who, who have helped them and support them to establish in Ireland, so you will know more about these amazing people. So. Um, uh, me enough talking and <laughs> let's talk to Tanya. So Tanya, can you please introduce yourself to our listeners? Sure. Um, you know, when you asked me that question, I was like reflecting on myself and, and thinking, how can I introduce myself? And first of all, I like to say that I'm a mom yeah. to a wonderful boy. I'm a wife and I'm blessed with a beautiful family that supports me in all my projects. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm still discovering myself, however, I can say that I'm a multidisciplinary artist, as you just mentioned, that yes. loves to explore and express my journey through my paintings and dances. Uh -huh. I'm a citizen of the world. I have been able to live and travel in different countries, and I have met wonderful people through my life, and I see people without any labels of culture, religion, or social background. That's amazing. That's perfect. That's also the theme of our show. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's, that's great. So um, 
How long since you have come to Ireland? Uh, ten years. Ten In years. 2013, I moved to Cork. Wow. So, um, and how do you, like, you are an outsider, right? Since you've, like, I mean, but you've been here since 2013, so now you're part of the soil of Ireland. How do you feel as an outsider? How do you manage as an, as an outsider in Ireland? Yeah, well, you know, when I arrived, I started working in tech companies. I worked okay. actually three years for a big tech company. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, I think the big challenge for me was being a mom and trying to adapt to the Irish system and especially to understand the health system. Yeah. Was one of the biggest milestones that we faced because our son was three months old when we arrived. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so... What really helped me was dancing. Personally, dance has, has kept me focused and positive all along my life. I have experienced the challenge of being an immigrant in different countries, and dance always holds me. That's why I start my journey working in projects with the community. Wow, that's amazing. And guys, if, if you are not following us on Instagram yet, please do. Our Instagram account is My Life in a Suitcase. And uh, I have posted some very, very beautiful pictures of Tanya um, in different dances. And that's like so amazing. It will give you a better chance to know our speakers and our guests if you follow our Instagram page. And that is really amazing. Um, so, guys, uh, before we continue talking with, um, with Tanya, let's listen to um, some of the uh, let's listen to a very amazing song that she has chosen for us. Actually, today we'll be playing only um, one singer. That is one that is one of Tanya's favorite singers. So, Tanya, why don't you introduce the singer to us? Yes, sure. We are going to listen uh, songs from Natalia Lafourcade. Okay. She's, she's Mexican, and she's my generation. So I am really happy to see how she is growing as a musician, a songwriter. She's wow. a wonderful artist. That's amazing. That's amazing. And for me, this is also, um, I think, a new artist. I haven't heard uh, Natalia before, so I'm very excited to to hear her and know more about her. So, guys, um, let's enjoy Natalia, and uh, we'll meet each other after the song. Amigos, 
y con ustedes, Eddie. Y Natalia. Yo quería ser más feliz. Y te acostumbraste tanto, mi amor, que mi corazón estalla de dolor.
Welcome back, Tanya. That was so amazing. Natalia is such an amazing singer, and the music is so much fun. We were just dancing in the studio, and we were really having fun and chatting off, off, um, off the air with with Tanya. So, Tanya, um, what are about what are uh, your activities? Tell us about your activities and your different things that you do in Ireland. Well, this is gonna be a little bit long answer. <laughs> oh, we would love that. <laughs> okay, so. You know, in 2014, I co-founded AMDI, which is a, an Aguac Mexican dance island. It's a dance oh. community group for adults. We work for the integration of ITAS community into the Irish life by mm -hmm. joining festivals and cultural activities. Wow. Um, you know, dance is a great tool to promote mental and physical health. We create a healthy and safe space where everybody can express and enjoy themselves. Our members find a group to rely on and to learn more about Ireland. Uh, and the mission is to foster intercultural exchange with other dancers or with those interested in Latin American culture, more generally, and to promote the learning and performance of Mexican dance in Ireland to a higher standard as well, wow. to as well the enjoyment of the Latin American music. And if people are wondering about where to contact us, mm -hmm. they can contact us in our website, www.amdieamd.org. Okay, that's great. <laughs> Guys, please note that. And uh, can you please repeat that? Yes, it's www.amdie.org. Mm -hmm. Yeah, guys, please, you can go onto the website and you can try, you know, get more information and, and definitely contact. And to be honest, I, I brought uh, my daughter to one of uh, the programs that you have, and it was so amazing. We had so much fun. So it, it's really, really great. So you guys should try that. Okay. So, yeah, so yeah. I, after after um, we launched the, um, I launched the, the AMD group, I started yeah. working in the tech, sec tech sector, and I, I, I realized that, Teaching is my passion, so I decided to launch Cali Cultural Center in 2020, okay. which is a Hispanic cultural center. Mm -hmm. Its mission is to promote Hispanic art, dance, and culture, and Spanish language teaching, and to foster knowledge of the cultures of Spanish-speaking countries throughout the world called the Hispanic world. Uh -huh. And it's with this Cali mm -hmm. Cultural Center where we take part, take part by um, in festivals organized by Cork City Council, such as the Cork Lifelong Learning Festivals mm -hmm. and the Culture Night to promote Mexican dance, art, and culture. We create opportunities such as an events with live music, kids' activities, and dance to enhance our students' learning experience. We organize corporate and school dance workshops, storytelling activities, handcraft workshops, and so much more. Wow, that's, that's amazing. That sounds like really, really creative. Yeah, like um, if people want to contact us, we are in uh, www.caliculturalcenter.com. Okay. <laughs> Guys, remember that. Please do. And, and it would be great if you contact and, you know, you know more about these activities. It's like, you know, getting a bit out of your comfort zone and learning something new. And I think those are amazing. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, so like uh, as part of Cali Cultural Center, we are going to have, if you let me, an yeah. event next Sunday for kids celebrating wow. the International Kids Day. Wow. Um, in, 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 so if people want to know more about the event, they can contact us yeah. through our media channels. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think you also have an Instagram account that you all, that you know I always follow and I see the great things that you're doing. So, um, and what's your what's your Instagram account? Our Instagram account is at mm -hmm. Cali Cultural Center. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's the same. It is C A L I and then cultural center, right? Yes, yes, okay, correct. Great. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I also work closely voluntarily with the Department of Unique City Labs in UCC. Mm -hmm. We are launching the program called Migrant Clinic that aims to provide legal or any other kind of advice or support to members of the Latin American or Mexican society in Cork by using the resources that the university can offer. That is amazing. So how, how does that work? We are still um, developing the, the, the programs, but the idea is that people can contact the migrant clinic asking for an advice and the university will, uh, will provide the services. Oh. That, that's really great, and, and it, it's totally different from dance or anything else, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's correct. And I'm also working in a project called Shall We Dance? Yeah. Again, back to dance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shall We Dance? Dance for Social Inclusion that aims to encourage young people to find more creative ways to express themselves through yeah. dance. Our oh. project promotes creative dance, physical and mental health and social inclusion in young people. It's the winner of the Global Challenge 2022. This project is being monitored by Unique City Labs in UCC. Wow, that's uh, amazing. We are still working on the project. It hasn't been in life yet, but yeah. uh, hopefully it's going to be soon. That's amazing. And we would love to be there and watch this. And I think many people will participate and that would be amazing. Yeah, I would <laughs> love I Actually, yes, I yeah. would love it. Um, and lastly, I work in NAS teaching English to asylum seekers and refugees and providing simultaneous translation services when needed. Wow, that, that is perfect. I mean, um, you are a mother, a, husband, a wife, and of course, a family person. And at the same time, you do so many different activities. It's like interpretation, teaching English, teaching dance, um, supporting all these different projects and activities. And I know that you do a lot of volunteer projects like that is without any profit or any money um, for children, different activities and different group, um, group sessions I've seen. And that is so much amazing. Um, how do you find so much time? Like, how do you balance all this? Well, I have a really, really good support system at home. As I mentioned, yeah. I can do all these activities just because I have the support of my family. And, you know, with a really organized agenda. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I, I really love, you know, art expressions. And I, I, I as an immigrant, and because I've been living in many countries, yeah. I've seen how important it is to integrate into the society or into the into the country where you are living. So and um, I see sometimes people need a little bit of a help, you know, yeah. or motivation. And I love to do that. This part of the teaching, um, you know, the teaching process or the teaching thing. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And it is much. It's very much needed. It's like um, it's like helping others is something which is very very meaningful. And you're not doing it. Um, not only by dance, because dance is something like so wonderful and brings so much happiness in us, but also by helping um, uh, people who, who are asylum seekers and who need to integrate in the society by teaching them English, by interpreting for them, especially interpretation is a very much needed skill, especially as you mentioned in the health system and um, for many people who come new in Ireland and whose English is not good, um, that is really much needed. That's amazing. Yes. Wow. Okay. Um, yes. 
So continue with the activities. Um, I think it, that's it actually. <laughs> wow, that, that is a lot. Um, that that's like really a lot, and um, that is uh, that is so true about you said about the uh, family support system. That's really yeah. true. Um, uh, we had a few weeks ago we had another guest, and she said the same thing. She said that um, I'm able to do. A, yeah, it it was uh, Doctor Siobhan Lucy, and um, she had she had so many different activities, and she said, well, um, it's because I have a great support system at home. To be honest, I'm the same. You know, like I'm I'm able to do whatever I'm doing is because of the support system at home. Like, um, and it is it is much needed. It's much needed, it's true. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, um, as, as, as someone who has lived in Turkey, who is Spanish, who has lived in Turkey, you have li lived in Mexico too, right? So how yeah. do you pronounce it? Is it Mexico or is it Mexico? Mexico. Mexico. And you have lived in Canada. And now in Ireland, um, how do you feel, Tania? Is there a difference between women who are living in all these different countries? Um I'm from Mexico, actually, you know, oh. so I was born in Mexico, raised in Mexico, yeah. and I, when I was um, 25 years old, I moved to Canada. Wow. Um, you know, I don't see much difference, you know, between mm -hmm. the women in the countries. I think um, some of, in some countries, they are more independent. In some other countries, they are more into politics because of the, you know, the, the, Politic, you know, yeah. environment and etc. Yeah, but <laughs> I think in 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 every country we need to support each other to yeah. grow. Um, we are strong. We are um, we are a very very nice people or persons, you know. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah. but we I think we we really need to support each other and we really need to grow this culture of support your sister kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. True. We need That's to build true. up a really nice network of women in wherever we go <laughs> yeah that's true great women support each other that is yes. so true and you are so right because um uh, last month i met a friend and we were talking and she is from um she's from amsterdam and i'm from afghanistan that's like two different worlds and i was telling her some of the experiences i had in my work environment and it was so interesting that she has she had the same type of experiences in her environment and for a moment you we were thinking whoa we are two different corners of the world but the women are like so similar and people are so similar that even the experiences are the same and though as you said political situation and these things change but all women are the same and that is so amazing <laughs> yeah. yes absolutely oh it is so lovely talking to you tanya i'm really really enjoying a lot so um, how do you think like these activities that you have, um, how do you think these are affecting positively women and children especially? Well, I think that there are several research done that proves that art expressions such as dance, paint, music boost our self system mm -hmm. and motivation in life. Also, it's a great tool to develop our social skills. Yeah. There are research done with kids and teenagers where results shown that dancing affect positively their learning experience at the school. That means if they dance or if they do art, they will also be great in maths, for example. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> and also with language. Language is, in the other hand, this, the sooner we learn a foreign language, the better. It's also great to prevent Alzheimer's. Yeah. I have seen and experienced how language opens doors to people in the business world. 
studying a foreign language may also improve our analytic, analytic skills. People engage with multiple cognitive strategies, such as problem solving, improves our memories, so a kid that is learning a foreign language will have a positive effect in other subjects at the school as well, just like yeah. art or dancing. So yeah, that's, that's, that's the reason why I think it's really important to motivate our kids, you know, into art, into dance, into language learning, because they will be able to grow other subjects you know, in yeah. the school and also in their life. That is so life. true. That is so true. And it's um, art is a very beautiful form of expression, and I think it um, improves the creativity. You know, like the creativity in us. Um, and to be honest, like this week I'm meeting you. Last week I met Enma, and she's also a person of dance and an artist. And both these weeks, I, I feel so happy. I feel so relaxed. So this, is, I think, is a proof that these activities make a person a happy person. That, that's so definitely correct. So guys, um, well, while we are enjoying um, off-the-air discussion, uh, let's continue with listening to another amazing, lovely song from Natalia. And I hope you guys will enjoy it. Necesitas que nadie te 
So welcome back, Tania. While you guys were enjoying this lovely, amazing music, we were also enjoying it in the same time we were talking about uh, different cultural aspects and the similarities between our cultures in different countries. So um, I was telling Tania, the Tania, about Mexico. <coughs> Excuse me. I know two things. One is the Mexican food, which I really, really love and adore. And second is Sofia Vergara. But Sofia Vergara is from <laughs> Colombia, actually. Yeah, and this is what she said, and it is so funny. <laughs> so, so how is it? Like, I, I thought she always, uh, that she speaks Spanish, too. Yeah, you know, um, most of the countries in Latin America, yeah. the, we speak Spanish as a official language, as a first language, oh. um, except from Brazil. Brazil okay. is, in Brazil, they speak Portuguese. Okay. So, from Mexico... To to Argentine, we yeah. all speak Spanish. Wow! So that may that must make Spanish um, um, a big language. That, that it's a very important language. Well, yes, it's a re it's really nice to be able to communicate with such a you know like a lot of people in the world. Like when I go to anywhere, if I find if I find anyone from Latin America, I can I can communicate with them very easily. And also, you know, in Spain, well, they speak Spanish. That's why Latin America. <laughs> In Latin America, we speak Spanish as well. And also in the south of U.S., um, in America, they, they, they speak a lot of Spanish. In the past, this area mm -hmm. used to be from Mexico, so there is a lot of citizens that they were Mexicans, and they, they well, now they are Americans. Yeah. Um, and they kept the language. Uh, also, there are a lot of immigration from Latin America to U.S., and they stay in the South mainly. Um, so, like, it's become kind of a, the official language, like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is true. And to be honest, you know, when, when I when I look into your culture, you know, and and so many people from Latin America, I, I just feel that your culture is so much similar to mine, you know. Though I'm on the other corner of the world, which is Afghanistan, I just feel you guys have the same warm hearts, you know, like happiness and hugs and love and food and family oriented and you know happiness and dance and music and weddings and parties am i correct is, is this yes true? <laughs> yes it's correct yes actually we are thinking that we are the only ones in the world that are like that actually yeah, no, and no. When, yes and when we meet other like people from other countries you realize there are a lot of countries that they are family orientated but also they like dance they like party they like good food <laughs> yeah that's true like in our culture everything starts from food and music and ends with food and music though knowing the situation in afghanistan that might be very difficult to absorb but believe me we we are very kind-hearted, loving, warm people who love lots of food and happiness and friends and gathering. Um, I was just, um, I was just wondering, and I'm sure many of our listeners one might be wondering the same thing. Um, Latin American countries—they're all um, very amazing countries, very amazing people, lovely people—but uh, spread all around the world, and. Um, we only listen sometimes like political problems or we sometimes listen to maybe like drug lords issues or something like that. Why so many of people from Latin America, they become uh, migrants to other countries? 
Well, I would say like is the economic situation in Latin America, unfortunately, is not really, really good in many countries. Mm -hmm. um, so people is, you know, looking for a better future for their families. Or they are also, they want to learn a language. They want yeah. to learn English. So, or they want to study a master's degree. There are a lot, a lot of people that uh, move to Ireland or to any other country to study a master's degree. Yeah. And they want to give back to Ireland or to the country where they move uh, the positive things that they got from them. So um, there is a lot of positive immigration, you know? Yeah, that's true. And so, so what do you think is the effects of positive immigration? Because nowadays, um, sadly, unfortunately, we are seeing some very negative um, negative propaganda against people like who are asylum seekers or migrants or refugees. Um, there, there are many, many amazing, lovely, kind people everywhere, but then there is a small number of people who just think that migrants are refugees when they're coming to some country, either they are um, economic migrants, they're just going there to steal their jobs, or they're just going there to take money of their country, or just they're just sitting waiting for a paycheck or things like that. But being a refugee myself, I, I understand that that is not correct. That is totally wrong. Um, but I want to know your views, you know, because you are from another part of the world. So what do you think about this? Well, uh, personally, I can say that I moved to different countries because of the globalization, you know? Yeah. So we we go and we live wherever the work is. So we are here mm -hmm. in Ireland because, of, because the work is here. And this is not because we want to you know, le left our countries is because the world works like this, is the system that makes yeah. us move around. Um, so, I don't know, like, could you repeat the question again? Because <laughs> I totally lost my point. <laughs> I'm sorry, my bad. But I mean, it's like, um, do you, like, what do you think are the positive effects yeah. of migration? Yeah, yes, from, sure, sure. You know, you know like, like if, if 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 to be honest with you, when you when you talk about the uh, other the other cities, for example, in the world, when you talk about this this city is very cosmopolitan city, it's a it's an addition, like it's something positive. Like I wanna go this city because it's very cosmopolitan, and cosmopolitanism is brought by is brought by immigration, you yeah, know, true. and different cult cultures and diversity, and I think the positive impact that uh, immigrants can bring into a country is that, you know, yeah. is, is the cultural differences that we learn from each other and we add to the country and we add to the culture. Definitely, definitely. The and we work and we also take part, you know, we, we pay taxes when we work and we take part um, in, in the progress of that country. We add color and we, we add, we also learn from them and it is, it's, it's like, um, it's, as you said, it's, it's diversity, it's beautiful, it's not always burden. I do understand that sometimes there are negative impacts as well, and but that is everywhere, like everywhere. Um, ev every country has a few number of negative people that they can spread negativity wherever they go, <laughs> or even if they stay in their own country. Uh, but as you said, nowadays it is globalization and it's very beautiful. Maybe maybe 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 50 years ago, if somebody would have traveled someplace, that person would be like a museum. Everybody would, look, would be looking at them, you know, like a very weird aspect. But now it's, it's very normal and it is very amazing. Like now you can find restaurants everywhere which are of different cultures and food and all. 
So, so that's pretty amazing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But I think also as an immigrants, we need to also take responsibility of the integrate ourselves into the country that we are living Definitely. in. So, and that's why, um, like all of my activities that I do, I always promote interculturalism. It's very important for me, yeah. you know. So they are always orientated to art because art gets people together, and it doesn't matter where are you coming from. You know, mm -hmm. so art brings us together. So it's important to promote interculturalism. Yeah. So and to be integrated into Ireland. And that's true. That's true. And Ireland is such a beautiful country, which has a very beautiful culture of its own. And people are so amazing and loving and friendly. And uh, we definitely are like there are days that when I wake up and I think that I'm I'm very thankful to God and I'm very thankful to life that I'm here now and I'm learning every day so many things. So, so you are so correct. That's so amazing. So you've been to Turkey, which is totally a different part of the world. Like normally people think of Turkey, they, nowadays they just think about medical treatments, especially tooth <laughs> <laughs> and like medical tourism. Uh, older days would be like, uh, I think, Turkish hammams and, you know, Turkish food. Um, then you've been to Canada, and some people who haven't been to Canada, they only think about cold weather, you know, like amazing people, but very cold weather. And uh, so these are all different parts of the world. How did you feel, you know, like, how did you feel in Turkey? How did you feel in Canada? Like, how did you feel in Mexico and in Ireland? Like, tell us, tell us more. Well, I was, I was really happy in Mexico, you know. I, yeah. in, in Mexico, um, I... I have a wonderful family. My country is really, really wonderful. And when I finished the university, I started working for um, a multinational company. And then I realized <coughs> I had I, I had to improve my English. Yeah. So I decided to move to Canada. Um, in Canada, um, I was thinking I would arrive. You know, I I actually I choose Vancouver. Okay. It is, which is a great city, to yeah. be honest with you. I love Vancouver. I have great memories of that city. Yeah. And very uh, diverse too. Very, very, very diversity. Yeah. Yes. So um, I was thinking I will, I will arrive and I will do like you know intermediate level or something like that because I studied English in my uh, during all my life in yeah. Mexico, but I felt like I was back into kindergarten or you know back oh. in, back into three years old learning the language i didn't understand the accent i didn't understand anything and i felt really really weird and it was hard yeah at the beginning but i said no i'm here i have to do it i have to learn it and so i enroll it's where is is where i start working voluntarily so yeah. i en i enroll um to the art Gal vancouver art gallery wow to improve my english you know um, it was a great experience, and it's in, in, in Canada where I met people from all over the world. And I was like, you know, it's probably it's going to sound very silly, but it's when I realized, like, we are equals, like, they also eat rice. <laughs> we are all humans, like, we are all the same. It doesn't matter where are you coming from, like, uh, because it was the first time I, I actually, you know, sit next to people from other countries yeah. to be, like, probably silly, but it's the, it's the moment when I realize, like, we are all the same. 
Yeah, know. that's true. Yeah, no, not silly at all. This this is why it's important to travel. This is why it is important to see the world because it broadens our horizons and give us the chance to know more about, you know, the people and the cultures we don't know about. So that that's, that's very lovely. So how about Turkey? Well, um, in Canada, I met my husband. Yeah. He is from Turkey. Wow. Yeah. So So you are married to a Turkish man? Yes. Oh, that is lovely. Okay, the yes. story is really becoming, you know, more interesting. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yes, well, in, in, actually, I, I, I discovered in Canada that um, I was really getting along well with Turkish people. All my friends in Canada were, were from Turkey. Wow. Um, so, and my... I met my husband there actually, and it was a great love story, and it still is, thanks God. Um, wow. We decided to move to Istanbul. Okay. I I went back to Mexico for a short period mm -hmm. after Canada, and then uh, we decided that uh, we will try it in Istanbul. So I said, okay. Um, I decided to go to Istanbul and see the city and meet his his family because yeah. um, this is very this was a very important part for me. I need to see his family. I need to see his city and see if I can make it, you know. Um, and then uh, it was the best decision I did in my life, to be mm -hmm. honest, because it 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 opened like a lot of um, a lot of things, a lot of uh, paths. It opens another world, you know. Huh. Um, when I moved to Istanbul, I realized it was such a great city, and his family is such a great family. It's very similar to my family. Yeah. <laughs> the food in Turkey is amazing. It's very it's similar some in some ways to the Mexican food. Yeah. So I never feel really homesick. It, it was a great, great experience for me. <coughs> Excuse me. Wow, that's amazing. And... Yeah, that's true. And Istanbul is so amazing. So, yeah, it, it's, wow, I'm so overwhelmed by story, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so, so, um, now uh, I've, I've seen your son. He is such, such, such amazing young boy and he's growing, you know, he's growing very soon, same as my, as my daughter. Um, how do you feel as a mother from Mexico, your husband from Turkey, how do you manage a child who is a mixed cultural child raising in Ireland. Yes, um, it it was at the beginning it was a little bit hard in terms of the language. What language we will speak to to yeah. him? That's true. <laughs> so it was weird, you know, to build up the dynamics in the family because we decided that our son would be would speak English, Spanish, and Turkish. So mm -hmm. he would learn Turkish from his father, Spanish from his mother, and English in Ireland. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so when you are sitting in the table, you don't know what language you would speak. <laughs> <laughs> because his daddy speaks Turkish, I speak Spanish, and then what language we are talking like. But now, like, we got used to this. He's now fluently in the three languages. Um, Amazing. Yes, yeah, so, and, and sometimes we turn all to English just to keep one language in the table and to be, yeah. you know, a little bit more fluent in between, the, between us. But, yes, he's now fluent in three languages. And, um, well, uh, uh, we are from different countries, uh, as I said, but I think we are very similar. We decide together how we are going to educate and how we are going to raise our son on base, on base on what values. Yeah. 
Yeah. And based on that, we race. We are racing him. So yeah, you, it's it's a challenge, but it's okay. It's like other. Cha- the, it's not so different from other families, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Except from the languages. <laughs> well, this is, I think this is this is really amazing. This is really amazing, and um, I like this diversity part, and I like the there is diversity, yet there is similarities, and if. In all, all of us, in our lives, if we learn from your story and ignore the differences and focus on similarities and accept each other's diversity and try to find a middle way of connecting, I think that will make a world a very, very beautiful place. And yeah. that is such an amazing thing. Wow. That's correct what you say, actually. You know, it made me think it's actually what I do. I try to focus on the positive part. I try yeah. to focus on the similarities, on what can we learn, you know, and what can we make us better. It's like. true. And Tanya, every week, every week in, in, in our show, we learn something from our speaker because that is our part of the show. And because we are trying to spread positivity and awareness. And today, I think your story is one of the most amazing ones till we heard till now. And I'm, I'm really in awe. So, um, you know, just, just trying to, you know, bringing my nose more in your business. <laughs> Why did you chose this profession that you have now? Like, look, you are working in tech. You are working in, 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 in languages. You are an interpreter. Like, that's a totally different world. And then you have art. That's a totally different life. So how did you cho- chose, you know, to be part of dance and art and all? Well, dance is, has been with me since forever. Like, I started dancing when I was four years old. My grandparents oh. were a professional dancers, and I learned everything from them. Mm-hmm. So I was dancing with them. You know, we were going to the to community centers dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were taking all. They were taking all like my my siblings, my cousins. We were all together dancing with them. Like since we yeah. were kids. So uh, they were dancers, but also I have um, you know relatives that are singers, songwriters, and uh, so I wow. will be. I I was always in the art world to to say to put it in this way. Yeah. Um. And just I love dancing. I couldn't like quit from dancing I dance all my life like um, but then I decided to start to study graphic designer because mm-hmm. I love painting and I was uh, um, I was really into uh, tech into computers into web design so I decided yeah. to study design wow. to like kind of explore other other part of the arts you know or the yeah. expressions and you know is the way life took me to be honest with you, because when I decided to learn English and move to Canada mm-hmm. is when all this mix of profession started, you know, <laughs> because then I, I moved to Canada, but then I ended up in Turkey. And oh. in Turkey, I realized I couldn't uh, work as a designer because I didn't have Turkish. I didn't know Turkish. Yeah. <laughs> so and in that time, like we are talking about 2007, 2008, uh, in, the internet wasn't developed as mm-hmm. is now, yeah. so it was very difficult to work from distance. Yeah. So because I could maybe probably do some work from like to Mexico, from Istanbul to Mexico, but in that time it was almost impossible. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I, I I decided to start uh, teaching Spanish. Mm-hmm. 
So to do something and to be independent in the meanwhile, I'm able to work as a designer because I will learn Turkish, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's when I discover teaching is my vocation. This is what I'm really passionate about. I mean, I love dancing, I love art, but teaching is the thing, you know, is the, is the meaning of my life. Like, I love <laughs> teaching, to be honest. And it's in Turkey when I discover that, when I start teaching languages. Wow. So when once I was fluent in Turkish, I said, you know what, I will keep teaching because I love it. I'm having so much fun. Um, and that's why, you know, I decided like to, to continue with, teach, with teaching, which is my passion. And I believe that art and cultural expressions bring up, bring up the best in us. Mm -hmm. When we create opportunities for a community to be involved in intercultural activities, such as festivals, yeah. workshops or events, we promote a healthier and happier society. So it's in Ireland when I start working with the community, and that's why it's very important to point that our activities always aims to promote interculturalism, like we were talking about previously. That's why in all my activities, there is people from different countries that loves art and culture. We are not only Mexicans or we are not only Italians or, you know, mm -hmm. this is people that loves art, <coughs> dance, culture, languages, and is open to everyone. Yeah. So it's important for me to share my knowledge and have a positive impact in the community. I believe that we all should do our best to improve our world and add good values to our day-to-day -day life to create a better future for the children. That's which is amazing, my son yeah. that inspires me to be better every day. Wow, that's really, really amazing. And and to be honest, I am I'm, I'm so touched by your story and mm -hmm. by your courage and I'm so glad that, that women like you exist. We need more people like you in this world, you know, to make it such a better place. So what do you want to do from here onwards? What's your ambition? Well, my ambition is, uh, you know, to be happy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to continue teaching, you know, and to continue spreading artistic vibes in the community, really. This yeah. is what I'm um, ambition. That's amazing. Yeah. That, that is a great ambition. And I'm sure that you will reach that goal. I have seen how hardworking you are, how amazing you are. And I'm sure that you will be able to do that, definitely. Um, my daughter has just started learning Spanish in school. And she's very excited about it. And I'm very excited about it, that, too. And I think, um, like, you know so many languages. And we know that... Mm, any number of languages that a person knows, it's like that person is that many persons in one person, you know? So it is like, it's really amazing. That's great. So Tanya, is there anything else? God, this time just runs by us, you know? Is there anything else you want to share with us? Well, no, I'm just so happy to be here. I'm really, really glad to be able to express myself and, and you know, to be with you. It has been such an amazing experience. And I hope um, my story can inspire someone, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know. Uh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think your story has inspired us and inspired many, many others. And I hope our listeners can definitely go on your website. I'm repeating the websites for them. It's www.caliculturalcentre, which is caliculturalcenter.com. You should, uh, guys, if you want to uh, follow uh, like uh, caliculture activities and, be, and participate in all of this amazing 
fun and live music, take your kids for these activities to learn dance and language, meet other people, you know, and, and participate in so much fun and handicrafts and these workshops, please uh, follow www.colleculturalcenter.com. Mm, and also, if you want to um, follow activities of AMD Group, uh, please follow www.amdie.org, and that will be lovely. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, My Life in a Suitcase, to be, to um, you know, to to be updated about our um, every week's guests and activities, and then follow us. And also, please follow um, Tania. Tania, can you please repeat your Instagram for, uh, for for the listeners? Yeah. So my Instagram account is at Kali with C, Kali yeah. Cultural Center. Yeah. And for the dance group is at. Mexican Dance Ireland. Yeah, that's perfect. So, Tania, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to have you on the studio today, in the studio today. Um, thank you so much. This is like, I cannot thank you enough. I had an amazing, amazing time with you today. Thank you so much. My pleasure, my honor. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So, guys, we'll see you next week, next time with another guest and with another amazing woman with another amazing story so um uh, please follow our instagram page to keep keep up, updated with our upcoming events uh, upcoming show and guest list um, and we'll see you next week same time same place till then enjoy a lovely another lovely song from natalie natalia natalia from natalia and hopefully now i'll be um trying to listen more to Natalia Laforquette, yes. right? Yes, she is an amazing, amazing singer with so much more that you can follow. So, guys, have an amazing week. So, today is Monday. I hope it was a good day and a good start of the week. Enjoy your the rest of the week, and we'll see you next week, Nate Place. Thank you, Tania. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>